the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Like Bob on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Live. I don't know that I could say I love technology. I appreciate technology. Use it all the time. I am amazed by technology. I uh, benefit from technology. Uh, I am blown away by technology, but it's not always good. Uh, quick, quick story, and some of you have heard me give the tell this story. Uh, when I was in college, I. Uh, worked uh, for one summer in the engineering department of Douglas Aircraft in uh, Long Beach, California. And uh, this was in the uh, late 60s. And uh, part of my responsibilities was to go down every Friday morning to the mainframe computer. Uh, Now, this was a huge factory, 45,000 people at its peak. Gigantic. And the mainframe computer took up one entire city block. One computer. You know, all the lights and the big magnetic reels, the big gigantic reels, and all of these big hunks of metal were all connected together with miles and miles of wire and... I would go down there, and all the lights were flashing, and the wheels were turning around and so forth. And and uh, they spent all Thursday night long, about 12 hours, printing out reports for all of the departments in the entire factory. And then it was my job and another guy to go back to our department, go through and divide all of those reports up for the individual departments and then deliver those written records to all the departments so they would know where they were in the process of developing parts. Anyway, I was just, the first time I opened the door and walked into this room and saw the monstrous size of this computer, I was just blown away. I have more memory in my phone. I have more computing ability in my phone that fits easily in my pocket. Technology. Uh, we, We are just surrounded by wonderful technology, and I think we should use it. In the church... Oh, I remember the days of bad, 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 bad sound systems. I don't remember the days of no sound systems. I'm not that old. I do know, however, that when sound systems first came out, they were from the devil and all that. I remember really, really bad sound systems, really bad. And now 
we have sound systems that are so natural sounding and the technology is incredible. And I am all for churches using the latest technology as long as it does not tempt us or move us in an unbiblical direction. There is nothing unbiblical about using a cordless microphone and a projection screen. There's nothing unbiblical about that at all. Use the technology, okay? But sometimes technology moves us in a clearly unbiblical direction, and we're seeing that now with live streaming of our services. Now, let me quickly say, I am all for live streaming your church service. Fine. You can pick up cameras, video cameras, very, very inexpensively. A church of 50 people can live stream their service. And it's a great advantage to get your church familiar to unsaved people, your neighbors, your friends, your family members who wouldn't come to church, to introduce them. It is wonderful for people who are physically handicapped to the extent that they can't attend church. That's wonderful. Uh, The church Joy and I worked at in Wichita, Kansas, for a while— I was in charge of tape duplication, and uh, every Monday we would deliver cassette tapes of the morning service to people in the church that were handicapped, homebound, shut-ins, and so forth. And there's no difference between that and live streaming, except it's a whole lot better. Here's the problem. It should not, cannot take the place of being in person. Live streaming should be used exclusively as an evangelistic outreach to get people acquainted with Jesus and acquainted to your church and people who cannot attend a church for one reason or another. And I mean cannot attend. COVID, however, put streaming video, streaming audio on the fast track. Because for several months, for most churches, that's the only way you could have church. Uh, I preached a few, in fact, several sermons at this church, that church, this church. Nobody in the auditorium standing there at the pulpit in front of a camera. (sighs) I did it because it was essential. But here's the problem. Many, many people thought, this is great. Man, I can roll out of bed. I don't have to brush my teeth, comb my hair. I can keep my bunny slippers on. I can be in my pajamas. And I can just worship and listen to the message. I don't need to be in church. My friend, you have misunderstood the purpose of of the local church. You don't have a clue what the local church is supposed to be about. Now, why did I go on that little tirade? Brand new survey, the 2023 State of Church Technology Report 
done by a church technology company. Uh, When church leaders were asked what the future of their church would be like in 12 months, 28% said their church would be primarily online. No, pardon me, pardon me. Scratch that. Only 28%, pardon me, only 28% said that their church would be primarily in person. Only, I want to correct that because I was wrong. Only 28% of church leaders that were polled indicated that within 12 months, they would be primarily in church only. The others, they would either be hybrid or primarily online. A full 25% said that they would be meeting only in the metaverse, online, streaming, 25%. One-fourth of all the church leaders who were polled in this said, yeah, we're going to give up on the in-person stuff. We're we're just going to go online. Well, I understand why. It's easier. It's cheaper. You don't have to mess with people's problems. You don't have people complaining the auditorium's too cold. It's too uh, it's too hot. The music is too loud. It's not loud enough. It's too dark. It's too light. Uh, you don't have to mess with any of that stuff. Pastors don't have to deal with people going out the door complaining about the sermon. From a purely human, physical standpoint, I get it. From a biblical standpoint, absolutely wrong. And I'm not going to take a whole lot more time on this because I have on many, many occasions. You cannot accomplish online what God has called the local church to do. You need fellowship. You need to be with other believers. You need accountability. You need to assemble together. It's very clear in the New Testament. I think the most damaging holdover of COVID is the number of churches that are abandoning, and I mean abandoning, the scriptural mandate to get together, to fellowship together, face-to-face, side-by-side, and they've taken the easy route. We're just going to go online. It's more convenient. It's easy. And look at all the people we can get to watch online because they don't have to get out of bed. It's wrong. It's unbiblical. It's dangerous. And yet, if this study is correct, about 25% of American churches are planning in the next 12 months, they're just going to do away with in-person worship. We're just going to go online. And only 28% said, no, we're going to be primarily in-person. Now, again, I am not knocking people watching, streaming, when they can't come to church. I think it's wonderful that we have that technology now. Let's use it. But let's not abuse it. 
than for a church to primarily conduct their services online without koinonia, fellowship, is just flat unscriptural. And I hope that you will not be a part of it. Follow Bob on Twitter at twitter.com slash Live. How many times have we uh, said together, it's not just me, I think most of you agree, the uh, liberal progressive left really doesn't care about facts, truth, or real science. No, they have an agenda, they have an ideology, and let's not let facts and truth get in the way of our ideology. Truth is not a left-wing virtue. It's emotion, feelings, and if at all possible, hysteria. Boy, do I have an example of that in my hand from PBS. Dot org. Yes, public broadcasting. Uh-huh. Your tax dollars at work. Here is the headline. Parents concerned as new state laws restrict rights of transgender children. Okay. Now, if you're an LTD, because you are smarter than the average bear, uh, you will look at that headline and say, whoa, 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 whoa. There is no such thing as transgender children because transgenderism scientifically doesn't exist. There are children, many of them, who are confused about their gender, their sexuality. They have gender dysphoria. They are confused. But they're not transgender. So the very headline has no scientific basis whatsoever. Parents concerned as new state laws restrict rights of transgender children. Here's the story. Across the country, at least 150 bills have been filed by Republican legislators targeting transgender Americans. Hmm. Remember? Uh, Transgenderism really doesn't exist. Uh, Roughly 100 of those bills specifically restrict doctors and other providers from offering transition-related health care for minors. Now, if you're objective at all and understand the science, the reason why these pieces of legislation are being proposed is to protect children from the whack jobs on the left that want to give them hormone treatments, puberty blockers, and even mutilating irreversible surgery simply because of feelings. The legislation is intended to protect children from whack jobs. So it's a very lengthy, it's a nine-page article from PBS.org. Again, the headline, Parents Concerned as New State Laws Restrict Rights of Transgender Children. 
And for nine pages, um, any scientific evidence? Uh Uh-uh. No, not a bit. Scientific study? Mm, Nope. Nope. Uh Uh-uh. Well, then what? Anecdotes. Stories. Pure anecdotes from parents, from others. Here's one apparent. When our son was growing up, he was an active kid, liked to go play basketball, ride his bike, do all kinds of things outside, climb walls. And then as he grew near adolescence and puberty, things got more distressing. He began to have lots of anxiety, depression, began to self-harm. He was even hospitalized, blah, blah, blah. A little bit later as a teen, he realized what had been nagging him all this time was he really wasn't a girl. They had already begun calling him a boy, but he's actually a girl. And again, an anecdote, a story of emotion. Uh, Here over on page three, a parent, our daughter is 10 years old. She started letting us know that she was transgender, really, before she could even speak. She would do things like wear her sister's clothes, pretend that towels were her long hair. When she was about three years old, blah, 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 blah. Anecdote, story, emotion, science, no. She started letting us know that she was transgender before she could speak. That's nonsense. Here's another one. My son transitioned at the age of seven. Now, all of you know, there is not a seven-year-old on planet Earth that has the mental, intellectual maturity to decide a decision that will impact them for the rest of their life. Nine pages of anecdotes, emotion, feeling, hysteria, and not one shred of science, and yet assumed to be true by PBS. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.